Welcome to the IBTA podcast. Discussions on policy, practice and research around professional learning. IBTA conversations. Okay, so today I'm joined by Lizana Oberholzer. And um, Lizana is a senior lecturer in teacher education and the programme lead for the MA Leadership in Education at the University of East London. She's also the Beera Sig convener for teacher education in England and the Belmas rig convener for governance and governing. On top of that, she does the IPTA England Education Committee and is an IPTA International Committee member and is USEP Vice Chair of their CPD Forum. And Lizana's interests are around coaching and mentoring. So additionally to that, she's a fellow of Collective Ed and currently studying for her doctorate in education. So, Lizana, we won't talk about how you possibly have the time to write a new behaviour management book. We will talk about the book itself. <laughs> um, so I think I think it's an interesting thing when you look at people who've moved from teacher education and teacher training and come into academia and then publish books on the topics that they've been very closely associated in in schools so what specifically inspired this behavior management well thank you for the introduction Deb and um, when I listen to that it seems like I should just go and take a lie down um, <laughs> but it's all integrated and it's all interconnected all the things I do and as you say uh, when I make the, when I made the transition into higher education it was very much through the lens of a practitioner thinking about how research impacts on my practice and how I can then develop my practice to, to support others in their learning as well. Now this book um, is, is positioned from the lens of a mentor and a mentee um, and when I did some work a couple of years ago and, and that's actually linked quite strongly with my master's degree um, I did work on early careers professionals so nowadays we refer to them as uh, recently qualified teachers or the early careers framework and early careers teachers um, we did some research and we have identified five areas um, where teachers felt especially in the beginning of their career that they need most support with and one of which was behaviour management and we then looked at how can we um, develop um, resources and also support for both mentors and uh, mentees to really develop those skills in behaviour management that's strongly underpinned by research. And as I then progressed on my journey as a teacher educator, um, we also looked into then what did people need most? And often they wanted to access research and they said to us that they don't have time. So the book was basically born out of all these sort of pieces of research we did uh, to a point where we then arrived at that realisation that we wanted to have curated pieces strongly underpinned by research within a framework to support mentoring and coaching conversations within schools and um, help mentors and help mentees to understand how they can use research to further their, their understanding of what they want to learn but also to see how it can translate into practice. And then in addition to that, we also looked at the mentor standards that came out in 2016, which again highlighted the importance of the mentor having to engage with research to really help the mentee to deepen their thinking. So 
the book sort of looks at the whole education landscape and all the things we've learned from um, looking at practitioners and also then the, the standards that we need to think about and how we can also work beyond those standards, which again ties in with the conference theme, to, to help colleagues to position themselves well, to support others well. Yes, I'm not sure if you've actually answered the second question I was going to ask you there. So I was going to <laughs> ask you next what underpins its approach to mentoring and coaching. So you've said there that it's research informed and it's evidence based. Mm -hmm. uh, would you like to be a bit more specific in terms of yeah, what you absolutely. think underpins its approach? Yeah. Absolutely. So um, so basically it was inspired by what mentors and mentees told us. It was inspired by the greatest need that, that was identified through the research by early careers practitioners. And then we looked at all of those different components and aspects and we um, then developed curated pieces that could be quick and easily accessed by um by, by mentors and mentees to identify key aspects. Um, so looking at the, at the research, uh, what are the key aspects that they need to think about to, to help them develop um, practices regarding behaviour management. And then um, we've also developed a mentoring and coaching framework. So in other words, we have developed um, resources around how to observe lessons with a specific focus for your own learning. So the mentee going into the classroom, watching lessons and then bringing that learning back to the mentoring conversation with the mentor to then unpack that learning, to think specifically how they can then translate that into their own practice through then those conversations they've had with their mentor. Um, it can be used either in a mentoring way. So there's a distinct difference between mentoring and coaching. Um, mentoring meaning um, or, or how I would define that and position that is someone taking someone by the hand, providing guidance and support. So we could look at very specific things and guide and support. Alternatively, we could look at coaching, which would be more facilitating thinking, where the coach would ask very specific questions to get them in the coachee then to think through their own particular challenges regarding coaching, I mean, uh, regarding behavior management in the classroom and then with that learning that they've done, how can they then problem solve and find their own solutions in regards to their next steps to go and put that in practice in the classroom. So um, the whole concept is to um, sort of centre and ground better conversations with colleagues with a specific focus. And in this instance, it is behaviour management, because as I've said from a previous research, it highlighted that this was one of the most predominant needs and concerns for early careers teachers moving forward to ensure that they are comfortable and, and confident in, in their roles in schools. Yes, and I think the word you've just used there that I would pick up on the most with my own 25-year experience in teacher education is confidence, isn't it? We know from mm -hmm. other research recently that the average length of time that teachers spend in school used to be a lifetime and is now probably around six years. So mm -hmm. by making sure that we develop the confidence of our early career teachers and using frameworks like this to support that, we're more likely to keep them in the classroom longer because their confidence in their skills and abilities are better and stronger and therefore they're more likely to stay. Absolutely. And I think also what's really important is, is that uh, we need to 
base our judgments on whether we need to coach or whether we need to to mentor on the needs of the person in front of us. Um, I think sometimes my concern is is that there's a, there's a take that one size fits all. We we all use the grow model or we all use X, um, but. Our perspective and our position is very much that um, the mentor stroke coach need to evaluate where they're at with that person in front of them to do what's best and right by them and make key decisions to, to, to move on the continuum of coaching and mentoring to support well and use the framework in that way. Yeah, and I think it's an interesting thing when you write a book that's obviously for mass consumption, it might be for a particular audience, but still for everybody inside that particular audience. When you're then saying actually the book can be used uniquely in this way with individuals. And that's actually what you're advocating, isn't it, with this book? You're actually getting people to. Do you want to just say something about that? Um, absolutely. And I think it ties in very much with conversations we've had this week um, at the CPD forum um, with you, said colleagues, um, the, the importance of individualised approaches to development and bespoke support. Um, I think what we learn from the research that's being done in schools now, and it's a growing um field obviously it's emerging work and, and collective aid is, is very good at that um, and I would recommend colleagues looking at the working papers collective aid publish um, I think it's almost termly now but um, one thing I would say is is it's really important to think about um, not mass delivery um, sort of almost firework CPD but actually think about deep learning uh, one of the key definitions that I really subscribe to when we look at coaching is is that it is a learning conversation. Christian van Nivenberg talks about that in his books, um, how we need to deepen thinking and deepen uh, deepen the understanding regarding particular focus and, and with coaching, asking those really clear questions, paraphrasing and summarising, we can really hone in on that individualised and personal bespoke approach to help someone to gain their confidence. Yes, absolutely. And I was reminded as you were speaking there of some of Rachel Lofthouse's work around teapots and kitchen tables and just the rich (laughs) conversations that come out of those sorts of dialogues. So how do you how do you feel about the early career framework and the support that we're currently giving to early career teachers? Do you see your book playing a role in that process? Um, I would very much hope so. Um, I know that, of course, the early careers framework is, is really my, um, highlighting some of these key key learnings we've, we've you know, in, and insights we, we came across earlier on in our research as well. Um, at the time, I was direct, uh, part of a, a, t- a training school. Nowadays, they're referred to as teaching schools. But um, those are key insights for us to then shape our support at the time for our early careers teachers. And I, I can see how the early careers framework can do that within, of course, the um, the way in which it's shaped and links, linking the, the support uh, within the teacher standards. Um, and, and I also can see that because the... Um, the, the teacher retention strategy highlights the importance of um, coaching and mentoring and particular mentoring um, in the strategy. And it, this is also amplified then uh, through the, um, the the new MPQs that will, will reach us very soon with a particular focus on teacher, teacher, educa- teacher education and development as an MPQ. And I, I hope that this book will... Um, 
support mentors and also coaches to then, you know, see see how you could frame those those better conversations with someone to help them to deepen their understanding about uh, behavior management. So it, it's a bit of a explorative book. It looks at um, exploring research and then going to explore practice and then trying to pull it together in those reflective conversations, thinking about next steps for yourself in terms of what to go and try out. And I think it links very nicely with some of the thoughts we always have on growth mindset and how we need to encourage teachers to be brave and and make themselves a little bit more vulnerable and try new things out and then come back to a safe conversation to reflect and to then explore what the next steps need to be and and to learn through those those, um, positives and negatives, the ups and downs and, and the things that went really well and the things that didn't go so well and to see that as part of a learning journey rather than it becoming a performative conversation yes i agree with that and i I see lots of use for this book actually in the time frame that we're currently in i think lots of mentors in schools will be looking at what they have previously done and wanting to tweak what they're doing because of their involvement in the early career framework and i think the way in which the rebranding of the term nqt to ect will cause people engage in new resources and I think this book will play a really interesting and useful role in helping both mentors and mentees in that process. Um, I hope so too and I think that in a way it also demonstrates how you can engage with other topics and other um, areas that, that, that someone want to um, explore and unpack and um, you know, we, our vision really is at Routledge to develop a bank of resources. Um, we're currently working on special education needs, um, Teacher Standard 5, to, to develop similar resources in that way. And hopefully we will then move it into teaching and learning and so on. So we would like to really provide a, a, a neat, helpful suite of, of resources that people can use um, to support them in, in this very initial moments where they work with someone with the view then hopefully that they can continue to develop their own resource bank in a similar way yes absolutely yeah lovely thank you very much for joining me Lizana. i think that's given us a good overview of what's inspired this behavior management book and i'm sure it will be very useful for helping support those early career teachers at the start of their careers Fantastic. Thank you for having me, Deb. I appreciate that. Thanks for listening to the IPTA podcast. Visit www.ipda.org.uk for our latest updates.